This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, December 18th, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. People misunderstand how the framers of our Constitution actually viewed the separation of powers. That misunderstanding has contributed to concentrating power in federal agencies. Jonathan Turley, a professor of public interest law at George Washington University Law School, spoke at a Cato Institute City Seminar in New York this November. A programming note, Turley's comments represent only his own views and not those of the House of Representatives, which he represents in a case involving the Affordable Care Act. Presidents have been usurping power, particularly from the legislative branch, uh, for decades. And we've had this rise of the uber-presidency that is throwing off that balance. We've also had the creation of what can be called a fourth branch, uh, the rise of federal agencies that have become independent even of the presidency. Uh, You have in the United States uh, the rise of something that's coming close to an English ministry system. Uh, something we long rejected, these ideas of these, these agencies that are sort of self-perpetuating. Uh, and the impact of that is just extraordinary. I mean, today, um, you are 10 times more likely to be adjudicated in an administrative proceeding than you are in a real court of law. Uh, there is roughly 100,000 adjudications in the federal system each year. There's a million done by agencies. Uh, 90% of the legal influences, uh, rules that govern your life are coming from agencies, not direct legislation. And these agencies are insulated in a way that really challenges the basic representative democratic values that the framers uh, believed in. And that change, unfortunately, is welcomed by many. A lot of my colleagues identify with uh, agencies. They're a lot like us. They're people that are sort of wonky, people that go to work uh, um, after getting PhDs, uh, and we tend to associate ourselves with them uh, without considering the impact of a democracy and having a fourth branch in a tripartite system. And in that sense, we are getting closer, I think, to the English model. It was, it was fascinating. I had the honor recently of uh, speaking at the 800th anniversary of uh, the Magna Carta in London. And um, the Lord Justice that preceded me um, gave some wonderful remarks, uh, and then we answered some questions. And uh, his response to every other question was, well, the ministries handle that. You know, the ministries handle that. And in England, they're entirely comfortable with the fact that they have ministries that are largely insulated from the prime minister. They continue largely unchanged, uh, and they can actually stand up to to prime ministers uh, in fighting for this type of problem. But this idea that this is a ministry problem, not one of our problems, really came out in his uh, remarks uh, um, very strongly. So why is it that this trend is so dangerous and um, dysfunctional? Um, The reason is that we have a system that's designed to protect liberty. A lot of people misunderstand the separation of powers uh, as a protection somehow of the institutional powers of the three branches. That's not how the framers refer to it. The framers viewed the separation of power, and by the way, federalism, as protections of liberty. Why? Because the great scourge that the framers were trying to prevent was the concentration of power. They viewed the concentration of power as the root of all evil, that they needed to create a system that could guarantee that uh, these powers would never become concentrated in any one person or any one system. And Madison particularly believed in that. He believed that ambition could 
combat ambition. And I'm someone that it's very hard to get me to say that Madison was wrong about anything. I, but on this one, unfortunately, our contemporary politicians may have proved him wrong. One of the most unnerving uh, moments for me came with the State of the Union a couple of years ago when President Obama went in front of Congress and said that he was tired of Congress not doing anything on immigration, not doing anything on health care, not doing anything on any of his proposals, and that he would go it alone, uh, that uh, he had decided that he would act unilaterally. Now, to my amazement, what followed was rapturous applause by half of the body. And I sat there in just disbelief, because you had these members who gave him a standing ovation to their own functional non-entity status. That is, they were, they were rapturous in applauding, yes, please make us a non-entity. Uh, please circumvent us. And at that point, I really wondered, you know, maybe James Madison was wrong. Uh, and unfortunately, much of what Madison tried to do was based on his idea of human nature. And, and so did Montesquieu uh, in his writings when talking about separation of powers. Uh, that he believed that what was unstable about systems were, was the creation of factions, and that factions were natural, um, uh, that, they, that they're part of being a human being. Um, this is a distinction that we have with the French, my friend over here, uh, who I had a lovely lunch with, uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, this is the problem, um, unfortunately, with France, and that is people come up to me and say, I love reading the U.S. Constitution. You know they've never read the Constitution, uh, because the Constitution, American Constitution reads like a tax code. It's like it was written by this wonky dweeb. I mean, Madison... You know, this squeaky little voice, he was about that tall. You know, if he was alive today, he'd be inventing a dot-com in a garage. I mean, he was really, he was like the dweebest of dweebs, you know. And, um, and he didn't write that constitution to really inspire much. You read French constitutions, and they're plural, because they fail so often. Uh, <laughs> is, you read those, and the French know how to write a constitution. You want to read something beautiful, read, pick any a French constitution. Why are they beautiful? It's because they talk about all of the wonderful things about being human. And, you know, they're written, I tell my students all the time uh, that they're written what you, you remember those commercials, those um, Bud Light, I Love You Man uh, commercials? Um, they were written at that Bud Light, I Love You Man moment, right? The French would overthrow the previous government. They would have what the French excel at, which is a party. And... <laughs> And they would write these constitutions at this I love you man moment. And the constitution would be filled with all the reasons we love each other. And then the next morning, um, it would wear off. And you would decide, you know what? I really don't like this guy that much. Um, and so these constitutions would fail precisely because they emphasized the aspirational aspects of who we were instead of the natural tendency to create factions. So the framers did something different. It was not the separation of powers. I mean, this kills me when we take credit for the separation of powers. It's embarrassing. Uh, we did not invent the separation of powers. I was once introduced by 
a, um, a diplomat who will go unnamed uh, to a French audience saying, uh, you know, you can thank us for giving you the separation of powers. And I felt like crawling underneath my chair because all these French judges and others going, really? You know, I guess Montesquieu, what? He was a passing fad. Um, it's, we didn't invent separation of powers. We just made it better. That's what we do as Americans. We, we may not invent things, but we tend to make them better. And we certainly did that with the separation of powers. What we did differently was that we created a system designed to bring factions out in the open. Instead of ignoring them, we bring them to the surface so they can be addressed. That's why instead of exploding in the streets of Paris, in our system, these factional pressures implode, and they implode in Congress. And that's what makes it so dangerous when you see authority being siphoned out of Congress. That is the very thumping heart of the Madisonian system. That was Jonathan Turley speaking at a Cato Institute City Seminar in New York. You can learn more about supporting Cato's work at our website, cato.org.